Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. The train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealers coming. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bottom There's hope Among love and Blessings, peace, and blessings in the name of the Most High God, the Beneficent, the Merciful. All praises due. The Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Merciful. Welcome to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, a program that wants you to become self-reliant in taking appropriate action and response to any emergency. We thank Almighty God Allah for is coming, and we thank him for finding one and raising one, his exalted Christ and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We thank the two of them, and we can never thank them enough for leaving with us in this dispensation of time. Uh, their divine reminder, he is an exponent of excellence, a criterion in human form. He's the torchlight for America and a warner to the nation nations of the earth, and the person of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm honored to greet our listening audience once again with the greeting words of peace. We said in the language of our ancestors, As-salamu alaykum. Thank you, Brother Rudolph, and thank you to our listening audience. 
um, the, the, the first-time listeners, we say welcome, welcome, welcome to our consistent and constant audience. We thank all of you. Welcome. We thank all of you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. Once again, welcome to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, a program that comes before you live every Friday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We encourage you to uh, have some type of recording device, uh, whether it's an iPad or uh, a pen or pencil, whatever you choose to record the information that we've been blessed to uh, acquire since the last time we came to you um, is is quite a lot to remember without taking notes. But, I mean, feel free to do as you wish, but we just want for you what we want for ourselves. And as a rule of engagement, we respectfully try to encourage you to have something to jot down what you might hear that might be uh, relevant to you and your situation, or if it's relevant to you and your situation, more than likely it's the same for me and mine. So without further delay, it gives me great pleasure to uh, bring before the microphones our dear co-host, Brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, who will welcome you in the way that he's led, and then we'll get right on with this week's program. Brother Rudolph? Thank you, Brother Yusuf, beginning all things in the name of the Most High God, the true and living God, the I am that I am, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, that one that caused the Big Bang for the Bang Theory, that one who was here since time began the one that started everything in motion and provided everything here in this dispensation of time for us when we came out of our mother's womb, we came into a ready-made, pre-existed condition of life with everything here, wind, air, water, and facilities. So to that God, the... uh, Grand Architect of the Universe, as he's called, uh, uh, the Grandfather. Um, you know, he's known by many different names in different continents, in different geographical locations across the planet. But the one thing that's in common, no matter where you're talking about this individual, everyone agrees that He is the all in all, and he is by himself a force to be reckoned with and does not need help from you nor I. He can do it by himself. So we thank everlasting, omnipotent, omnipresent God for allowing us another uh, uh, another space and time, so to speak. We thank him for allowing our golden moment to roll on a little while longer. We thank him for giving us another day in his wonderful creation called life. Right. We thank him for all of his prophets 
sages, messengers that have come before the human family at various times. We most assuredly thank him for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, which brought a message to the black man in America. We thank them both for this day and time. You know, when you read the Bible, it talks about on the day of Pentecost, and, and, you know, it talks about the spirit that was going around the people, and, you know, the people were up, and they were doing things. They were running here and there, going to and fro, and uh, spirit that was among the people. And the there was quite a bit of conversation going on um, on that day, you know, between the people. And they wanted to know, you know, what was going on? What, what's going on? Why, why is this going on? Well, the comfort come in that day and settle, rest, rule, and abide on, in the minds of the people then to settle them down. It's the same spirit that's among us today. And he's more than just a comforter. He is actually a mercy to us because he single hand is holding back the floodgates of heaven and the chastisement of almighty you don't have to believe this this is what i believe and this is what others in my circles believe and again we're not being disrespectful to anyone that's on this platform disrespect is not what we are about We won't give it, and we certainly won't tolerate it. All we're saying is that there is one who is more powerful than you and I. He's more mighty than you and I. He's more knowledgeable than you and I. And it's to that one that we submit, we bow, we uh, 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 um, uh, uh, lower our wing. And we show great humility to because he he is deserving of it. So, Brother Yusuf, I, you know, I just wanted to uh, and um, definitely thankful and grateful to Almighty God Allah for another opportunity to be on the airway. And we want to thank our wonderful uh, able-bodied uh, engineers um, for being able to get us on the air and for all that he, his wife and his family does to keep us on whenever we can get on for a broadcast. So I just wanted to uh, put that out there, brother Yusuf, back to you. Thank you, brother Rudolph. Uh, Again, so critically important that we give praise where praise is due. First of all, we wouldn't even be here were not for, the God that we serve. Second of all, were it not for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, we wouldn't know in the context in which we're taught what it really means to be a student, what it really means to be a servant, what it really means to be a soldier, what it really means to be a savior. That's what a little yes, s. Well, the scripture does say, I will send saviors after them. And so here we are another week by his grace and mercy. And as we know, our dear brother, 
Brother Student Minister Abdul Hafiz Muhammad used to say every day above ground is a blessing. Another day to solve a problem and another day to get it right. And brothers and sisters, if the truth be told, you know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says for every season there's a reason. Yes, sir. A time and a purpose under the heavens or under the sun. There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time That's to right. laugh, a time to cry, a time to lay down stones, a time to pick them up, a time to plant seeds, and a time to reap the harvest, a time to dance, and a time to refrain from dancing, a time of peace and a time of war, a time of love and a time of hate, Somewhere around that ninth verse, Brother Rudolph, it says, of what will it profit the worker for their labor? And so we're just eternally grateful to have this opportunity to be before you once again this week, striving to make our word our bond and thanking, having an attitude of gratitude that we could come on and speak about disaster awareness for community preparedness. To our listening audience, before we came on the air, we were talking about brothers who were students, who were servants, who were soldiers, who were little saviors that transitioned, that passed within the last two weeks. That's right. May Allah be pleased with Brother Arthur, former first officer of Muhammad Mosque number seven, Brother Robert Five, who held the captaincy for a brief term. That's Uh, right. Aside, and right here in Norfolk, we lost the pioneer two days ago, Sister Jacqueline, who uh, well respected in the nation of Islam, on whose shoulders we stand and on whose wings we fly. We we have to give thanks, brothers and sisters, if we're talking about disaster awareness for community preparedness and getting through these turbulent and critical times that we're living in. Because you could just ask our engineer, Brother Forrest, who just went through major surgery, or Brother yes, Captain sir. Dennis of the Peacekeepers Global Initiative, that's who right. just went through major surgery. So we got to give credit to where credit is due. So, again, all the more reason why we thank you for being on this line for, we often say every week, we need you to survive. Yes, this sir. program promotes public awareness and engages in public outreach to inform, to educate, and to train all people on how to prepare for respond to and recover from all emergencies. Our objective is to ensure that everyone, pardon me, has a reasonable working knowledge of disaster preparedness and to help you to determine the best choices in any emergency response to avert danger and to save lives. Our vision is that each individual citizen, including every capable Man, woman, and child understand their personal responsibility for the safety of themselves, their family, their neighbors, and the overall well-being of the larger community. So 
Uh, our job is never to offend anyone unless it's the accursed Satan on this line listening. We just want to put things in priority because no matter what we say in terms of giving you information, in terms of uh, encouraging you to make a plan, in terms of developing a survival kit and periodically reassessing your plan and your survival kit, then we have to just say, Lord willing, because nobody's going to be prepared for anything and everything that comes your way. But if all of us do a little, then none of us have to do a lot. And so with that being said, you know, we always want to start off with the spiritual. But when we talk about disaster preparedness for community, excuse me, disaster awareness for community preparedness and You know, Brother Rudolph and I have a background professionally in the fire service, uh, emergency medical service, all hazard service, if you will. And when you talk about fire and life safety like um, an ecosystem, certainly the government has a role to play, but how do you see the government in playing a role of saving you while you're in a disaster. Right. Certainly the government has agencies that speak to development uh, and and the use of current codes, whether it's, you know, the fire extinguishers or the smoke detectors or the carbon monoxide detectors. But what does that mean to you? Certainly they reference standards through the fire department, EMS departments around the country. But what does that mean to you? Yes, sir. Certainly they take a, you know, and, and, and imagine, if you will, gears, gears of a moving engine. And, you know, the, the, these, these um, things that I'm referencing all interlock one with another. Governmental right. responsibility, development of, use of current codes, uh, referring of standards, uh, investment in safety. That's we right. We all the time that the community uh, strategy has to do with uh, community involvement, community investment, community uh, partnership, and community risk reduction. So back to the gears. What about yeah. a skilled workforce? Are you just relying on a skilled workforce? Are you part of a skilled workforce in their codes and compliances when we talk about disaster preparedness, uh, emergency response and preparedness, and, you know, just like this program promotes an informed public. All of these things are gears that interlock that make uh, this disaster awareness for community preparedness Machine run. And, of course, you can't have gears without having proper lubrication so that the gears work properly. Right. You know, tragedies of the day, brothers and sisters, require an integrated and coordinated response. In the fire service, we call it the incident command system or 
short for NIMS, the National Incident Management System. That's a coordinated response. With all that's going on today with these uh, active shooter and hostile events, you need a coordinated response. Police Department right. with the Fire Department, the Fire Department with the EMS, the EMS with huh, Department of uh, Water and Utilities. It's just so many different agencies that have to work together in order to deal with the emergency, deal with the catastrophe, deal with the crisis, and deal with the disaster. So I just wanted to put that on your mind, brothers and sisters. I mean, the latest report I got, which was yesterday, I believe, states that uh, the Gun Violence Archive Organization, they track these uh, mass casualty events in terms of uh, active shooter. And the last report was there were 227 shootings this year already in America on that level. And so that's probably more shootings than there have been days of the year. So uh, word to the wise is sufficient. I'll just leave it there as we continue to uh, move through this week's program. Just wanted to put something on your mind relative to prevention before something happens and what are the causes and then recovery after something happens, what are the consequences? So, Brother Rudolph, I'll I'll pass it on to you, beloved, and then uh, we'll see where Allah takes us. Thank you, sir. Man, man, yes, sir. Man, no, you are, wow, you you hit so many, uh, so many points there. Man, let's see, let's see. Well, you started off and you were talking about um, uh, Ecclesiastes. And there's a time for everything and a season for everything under the sun. Yes, yes. And, you know, again, beginning what we do, if we did it any other way without starting with the spiritual, we would be wrong. We could be considered disrespectful because how can you do anything without having the proper spirit and how do you expect to get the proper result without having the proper spirit and so when i think about the spirit you know i think about the attitude of the individual and it takes me brother yusuf now again again brother yusuf is the pastor of disaster but i remember one of our weekly uh bible study meetings that we would have on a regular basis as he was uh, taking us through the book of Scripture. Uh, We did pause and hover momentarily over the fifth chapter of Matthew in the Bible where it was Mm -hmm. talking about the Beatitudes, Mm -hmm. the Beatitudes, the Beatitudes. Well, we are taught that in you know, in the Holy Quran, we're taught that, you know, God simply says, be, and it is. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Bible, we're, they're talking about the be, and it is. You have to think it first 
then you have to say it out loud so you can hear it. And that's these, like, people are, are big on affirmations, positive affirmations now. And, and yes, they, 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 they should be. They do work. They are good, yes. They're, they're needed. But what are, what are you really doing? You are forcing yourself into a mindset in order to regulate, dictate, and then bring about a behavior that is parallel or consistent with that mindset. So the B attitudes in the Bible, it talks about there there are eight different lessons, you know, talking about the Beatitudes. You know, and it's talking about, you know, the uh 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 the merciful shall receive mercy. The pure in heart shall see God. The peacemakers shall become shall be called the children of God. You know, it goes on talking about those things. So it's the attitude that the individual carries that will dictate the actions that they or the behaviors that they will have, and it relates it or gives it a correlation of how it relates to the Creator. So you know, I just thought that. It was, um, you know, appropriate that I would bring that out, Brother Yusuf, since you brought out, um, uh, 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 started with Ecclesiastics. And yes, then, sir. Brother Yusuf, you know, one of my wife's favorite surahs from the Holy Quran, um, you know, which which one of the oh, bounties of that. your Lord? Yes. Which of Will the bounties of your Lord would you deny? Go ahead. You know, you know, when you put them side by side and you read them, you see how much, mm. how parallel these scriptures are. Mm-hmm. Not two Beautiful. different books of scripture. The same book of scripture, just a different part. Because remember, Bible, Torah, Quran, they're just parts of a whole book. They're not actually separate books, although we have separated them, you know. We Mm -hmm. have done that. We've separated them. But they are just whole book. And we have to see it that way because that's the only way that it works in harmony is when you put them together, not when you keep them isolated and separated from each other. There's a synergy in there that causes the human being, if they digest the message in each of those parts, it would cause them to walk in harmony with each other, not in division. And then the last part, we just have to remember that anytime you're doing something, you have a thought, you're trying to produce an action, you're trying to uh, uh, produce a project, confusion comes up. Then know for a certainty 
God is not involved in that. Mm-hmm. There is a God involved in that, but it's not the God. It's a God. And so you need to stop and you need to check yourself. As they say, give yourself a check up from the neck up and mm-hmm. see where you veered off the straight and narrow path so that you can get back on it and get in synergy with the God of the universe. So I just wanted to throw that out there, Brother Yusuf. I'm going to give it right back. I'm going to pass it right back to you because, you know, I'm not good at these three-point shots, and I'm out on the perimeter here. This is your area. So I'm going to pass it to you down in the corner so you can go ahead and hit that three. I'm going up under the board so I can be your Dennis Rodman and get that rebound if it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By his grace and mercy, it ain't even going to come out, brother. We're going to turn B-ball I know it's pool, not. Pool room, I brother. know it's not. I can sound there. Three ball, three ball in the corner pocket, all right? So praise be to Allah. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you, brother Rudolph, for laying that, brother. Because, again, our listening audience, uh, if you don't know, it's critically important that you understand that the spiritual is so much connected to the physical. And uh, I have to uh, give you this quote by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who just turned 90 years old on May 11th last week. And as it relates to disaster awareness for community preparedness, one of our favorite quotes is as such, those who are scripturally prepared you know that it is prophesied that we would be living in a time of wars and rumors of war, pestilence, famine, and earthquakes in diverse places. We are witnessing terrifying disasters afflicting the peoples of the world, and those disasters are now afflicting the United States of America. Believing that those prophecies will be fulfilled, it is our duty to learn as much as we can on disaster preparedness and do all we can to prepare the American people or our people in particular and our people, pardon me, in particular for the coming disasters, quote, unquote, from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who just had a birth anniversary last week. God, Allah, blessing him. For 90 years on this planet. We love you, Brother Minister. Yes, we sir. love you. We love you here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. And so the spiritual connected to the physical. Another quote, and trust and believe, I, I, I'm really not a quotologist, but I like using other people's bearing of witness to what it is and why it is we come on the air every week by Allah's grace and mercy. And this is from Maya Angelou, our ancestor, the prolific writer, and so much more. He said, you might not be able to control all the events that happen to you, but you can choose to not be reduced by them. And so this is the reason why we come to you every week to give you something that will help you better prepare yourself today than you were yesterday and to lead you in the future to look for those with like minds, again, to help you with whatever it is 
that's on your mind in terms of preparation, becoming more aware, because if the truth be told, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, none of us are promised our next breath. As I reiterate what we talked about earlier off the air of the brothers and Sister Jacqueline, the the pioneer who passed away, and we just got intel that uh, former NFL great, and he was much more than that, running back for the Cleveland Browns, Jim Brown, and a friend of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, passed away uh, yesterday, I believe, but the news just broke. Today, uh, passing away at the age of 87 years old. So may Allah be pleased with him forever, forever, forever as well. So this is really nothing to play with, uh, brothers and sisters. Really, really, really nothing to play with. So we just want to encourage you. Think about the basics of uh, what's going on around you. Always be aware of your surroundings whether you believe in having general orders. We call it in the fire service situational awareness. Situational awareness. Knowing what to do, when to do, where to do, how to do. You know, our objective here, amongst other things, is to bring awareness of, yeah, natural and man-made disasters that your communities are most vulnerable to. That's general, to give general and some specific advice on how to prepare for, respond to, and recover from disasters. But we also want you to understand this is a program for you. And so we encourage you and welcome you to call 563-999-3089 if you're online and pass that on to your network and uh, come into the studio. Press number one, engage. Uh, the engineer will bring you into the studio and we can deal with what's on your mind. And if we can't answer your question, no for on the shorty, we'll do our research and our best to get the answer for you. And then we always ask you to ask yourself, what's the why and why we're doing what we're doing? You know, FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, did a uh, survey a few years back, and they said, how do we overcome barriers to perceive preparedness? But some of you believe that getting the information is too difficult. Well, today with technology, all you got to do is press the right button. Right. Some of you don't think you have time to prepare. Well, Brother Rudolph always asked the question, when did the prophet Noah build the ark? That's right. Yeah. So think about that. Before the flood came is the answer. This is the open book (laughs) test we're giving you. You understand? But as my biological father used to say, the life that you saved might be your own. What is the why? The why is to reduce fear, anxiety, and losses. To know what to do with situational awareness. I mean, what if you have to evacuate your home and take refuge elsewhere? What if you can't evacuate your home and uh, 
shelter in place. And if you have to evacuate your home, do you know where and how to seek shelter? Okay. What about taking care of basic medical needs? What about practical preparation, the step-by-step advice on how to prepare for disasters? That's why we're eternally grateful for your attendance, for being in the building. Another quote, Mother Tynetta Muhammad, one of the wives of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, said, we must prepare for our survival. He said, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, by learning to survive in the wilderness and that we should have programs for camping. How do you survive with very little? So when the call comes, you can't take anything with you but what is in your brain and your little knapsack. We have a lot of training to do like a boot camp, like a military camp, yes, for the defense of our nation. So if you are a student or want to be, if you are a servant or desire to be, if you are a soldier and a savior, what's in a soldier's survival kit? Certainly we can say flashlights and we can say uh, first aid kit. We can say gloves and tools like a wrench or pliers or screwdrivers, extra batteries. We can say that. Right. Right. But don't forget the spiritual. Well, That's let's, right. let's, let's, let's talk about duct tape, something for hygiene. You carrying money? What kind of money you carry? Right. People say to me when I'm out in the community every day, well, you know, I don't carry cash anymore. All I got is a card. Well, with the war of Armageddon going on and with the war of Russia and Ukraine and with the war of cybersecurity, people hacking into your account then who's to say who you really are with, with artificial intelligence going? Who do, who's to say who you really are? How can you, how, how can you determine and prove you are who you say you are? I'm telling who you, you that's are. the world right. we live in. It. Right. That's you know right. I mean? And so if you got cash, you know, I, I see a lot of young people on social media, they flashing the Benjamins. That's cool. But when disaster strikes, you better have some small denominations like 20s as your biggest. Or people going to take you. They're going to take you, all right? They're going to swindle you. But, I mean, <laughs> you can't say you haven't heard it here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. These are just some of the things. What about uh, 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 your medication list? I was in the hospital, Brother Rudolph, and a family member I went to go visit, they were just being admitted. And as you know, the staff asked you, you know what? What kind of medications you on? How many? And this particular uh, family member, I can remember nine being laid out and, and, and told to the medical staff, nine different medications? Every day, all day? Lord, right. Lord, Lord, Lord. So if you have to use your nap pack to evacuate, then you uh, it might be to your advantage to have whatever meds you on because if you don't, 
then I don't know, it could be good for you in the long run, but at the same time, if your body's accustomed to certain chemicals and you get off of them, then, you know, it could mean short circuitry as well. Got to deal with the side effects. Yeah, yeah, it could mean short circuitry as well. So, look, brothers and sisters, we're at 4.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we encourage you to call in. There's so much to say and so little time to say it, but we want to know from where you are in terms of your knowledge of uh, uh, disaster awareness for community preparedness, if you know the terms of importance of terms meaning survive, definition of hazard, what's it mean to be vulnerable, disaster, preparedness, prepare, mitigate, response, rescue, recovery, perspective, infrastructure. What's the difference when the meteorologist says there's a warning or there's a watch? You know, these are just some of the things that we want you to consider because all of them are interconnected in some way. I'll leave it at that. I mean, you know, the natural disasters, I guess you're quite familiar with, and the man-made disasters you may or may not be familiar with. But just wanted to lay some things on your mind because um, here on Disaster Awareness, we talk about everything from uh, vaccines to uh, fire safety education, um, community risk reduction. I mean, there's so many ways and directions we can take this thing, but we just want to put certain terms and uh, scenarios on your mind to consider. Because as we close out at the end, we we just want to say, you know, if I can help somebody as I'm traveling along, if I can help somebody with a word of a song, if I can help somebody if they're traveling wrong, then our living is not in vain. So I'm going to pass it on to Brother Rudolph, and let's see where we go with this. Brother Rudolph, the floor is yours, sir. Yes, yes, sir, Brother Yusuf. We're going to keep it on the same tracks as on. Yes, you know, what do you know? How many of you drive a vehicle? What are your daily practices with that vehicle? Do you check your oil to make sure that there's oil in it to keep your engine lubricated? Um, Do you make sure that there's gas in it so that you're not sucking up the sludge from the bottom of the tank and burning out your fuel filter because there's no lubrication there to keep it cool? What what you know what, what what are you doing? Are you checking your transmission fluid to make sure that you know your gears are shifting properly because they're properly lubricated and, and, and the oil is clean and viscous enough to do its job? You know, do, uh, when was the last time you checked your tires to make sure that you're not riding on ball tires that you have some a tread down there so that you have some grip on the road as you're traveling at the um, accelerated speeds that you're traveling because, you know, nobody drives the speed limit. We all know that the speed limit is just a suggestion. 55 is only a suggestion. Who drives at 55? And if somebody is driving at 55, you cussing them out with in front of you because you want them to go faster, even though they're doing what is 
posted speed limit is because that's just not what we do nowadays. So, mm-hmm. but do you know how to troubleshoot your vehicle if things go are going on with your vehicle? Do you have the uh, bare necessities of things in your vehicle that you should have? Do you have a flashlight in your vehicle or the, a war, the warning triangles in your vehicle? Do you have a uh, a flag in your vehicle? Do you have uh, one of those um, colorful vests in your vehicle, that the hazard uh, vest, early warning uh, signs? Do you have spare um, fuses? Do you know where the fuse box is in your vehicle? Mm-hmm. In case you need to change a fuse. Um, keys, do you have a spare key on you? Do you keep a spare key on you? I know a lot of us nowadays, we got that thing that you press. But what happens when the battery dies on that thing? Huh? Mm-hmm. Can you still get in your vehicle? Do you know how to open it to change it? Is there a secondary backup for you to be able to access your vehicle, or is it all tied in to that external electronic brain? These are just questions that I'm asking, you know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are just things. What's in your trunk? Do you have a spare tire? And do you know how to change a tire in case you need to? Can you physically change that tire, you know? Or do you have to wait for AAA or somebody to come and help you? Do you know how to use the jack? Have you ever taken it out and put it together and cranked it up and cranked it back down? Or is it in the vehicle dry riding? Is the uh, spare tire up under the back of the vehicle like in most SUVs, but the latches are all rusted? And if you go under there to turn them, they just break off and the tire just falls because you ain't never took that tire off to look at it or to make sure that it was properly inflated or that it was the right size or to see how it goes on the lug nuts. If you have a lock on your lug nuts, do you have the lock, the key to unlock that lock lug nut that will keep the Mm -hmm. tire from coming off? Where is it? Is it in your glove compartment? Is it under the front seat? Is it under the back seat? Where is it? Have you ever seen it? Do you know what it looks like? You know, these are just some questions, Brother Yusuf, just questions that I'm asking. When you park your car at night, how much gas do you leave in it? Uh, I know because, you know, black people, we live on that wish and prayer uh, uh, um, um, uh, reality. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, wish mm-hmm. a, I, I wish a gas station would, won't be open when I get it in the morning. You'll see, you know. <laughs> the, the, you, you know, we, we just live like that, man. We live like so. that. You know, I remember uh, Superstorm Sandy when mm-hmm. it hit. The lines for gas were hours long, and it got to the point where gas was being rationed on an odd, even day um, uh, uh, um, schedule. 
So depending on either your license plate or your Social Security number or your driver's license number, it depended what day you could go to get gas. And then you had to find a station that was pumping gas because mm-hmm. with Superstorm Sandy, the electricity was out, which meant that the pumps could not siphon the gas up out of the tank to bring it through to get it to your car, even if you found a gas station. So, mm-hmm. you know, it would behoove you to start at least making sure that your tank is half full when you call it a night. So God forbid if something does happen and you do have to make a bad dash and get away, at least with a half a tank of gas, you can get a couple of miles away depending on traffic, road conditions, congestion. You can get away from whatever it is you're trying to get away from before you have to stop, set it down, and totally fill up again. Uh, let's see, what else can we talk about? Do you have a medical kit in your vehicle? Uh, you know, and if you do, do you know how to use anything? Oh, 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 man. Brother Ghazi, press number one if you're on the air. Um, Brother Ghazi is in queue because they're having an event at the Sunset Ranch. This weekend down in Georgia, Brother Yusuf, um, it's a homestead um, forum. And Beautiful. What that, means, what that means for those that are listening, these are a group of like-minded individuals who've gotten together to educate themselves and each other and share the knowledges that they have amongst themselves on what to do and the best practices for homesteaders. See, when you're a homesteader, what that means is that you are now completely reliant on the God and yourself and those around you whom you have willingly and voluntarily allowed into your circle now based on what they have to offer the collective community. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they're down there this weekend. Our brother Barry is down there doing a workshop. Um, brother Allah is down there with him. Um, Beautiful. Helping out doing a workshop. But I think Brother Ghazi should be on the line. Brother Ghazi, if you're listening, press the number one so that we could uh, bring you into the uh, conversation, and we can uh, talk directly to you. It's from Brother Barry, who uh, who just uh, alerted me to that fact. So, Brother Forrest, uh, whenever you see uh, uh, that 678 number, whatever the Georgia area code is, or any area code on there, on the thing, just bring them right in, because it should be some people from the Sunset Ranch. Check, 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 can you check them at the 602? 602, Eric. Oh, 602. 602. There we go. 602. All right. So, Brother Gossi, you on the line? Yes, sir. Oh, praise the Lord. 
are going to reach out to you so that we could get a, a clearer picture on how it went and a uh, summary yes, of, of, of the events. Yeah, and now I'm going to tell you, brother, I, I had a, a pleasure meeting brother Allah today. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and man, he, he, he talked so highly of yeah. you, man. He talked so highly of you, man. That's my baby brother, man. spirit of brother. Yeah, he yes, said, man, that's my oh, sister, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> brother, we, uh, you know, I, I thank Allah coming from the family I come from that um, I had the privilege of teaching my brothers and sisters um, all that I know about EMS, and we had a father that provided an institution. We didn't realize it at that time, but by him in that volunteer ambulance, it gave each of us an opportunity to kind of master our, our, our skills and talents that Almighty God had blessed us with. He gave us an area to work out with him in that otherwise we never would have had some right. 20-something years later. Now, we get to show forth and prove what we learned from our father um, in that cocoon, that academy called the Bedside Volunteer Ambulance Corps. So, yeah, I'm glad right. that he's down there with you, and he's more than a- able and capable of teaching and training whatever it is need to know because homesteading, now you're, t- you're really talking about stuff now because not only is 911 not an option for you, you have to become your own 911. So you have right. to be the person that's going to be called. You have to be the person that's going to respond, stabilize, and transport that person and keep them from the point of contact until you get them to a facility, which down where you are can be anywhere between an hour's drive or two hours' drive. Or if you have to get a helicopter to get get them to the nearest facility. So, yeah. The setting up your own EMS system and a homesteaders branch um, uh, is a major uh, facility that has to be done. So yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, so we absolutely looking forward to it, and uh, we got some pretty good brothers and sisters coming from across the country. Um, they're coming again from Cali to New York and all in between. And um, it, it, one sister who's coming teaching permaculture, he traveled to eight different countries and learned how they grow food in Africa, Asia, Central and South America, and um, and she learned like them indigenous ways of, of growing food, like naturally without the right. chemicals and things like. Okay, no Can you get one of them tables for? Sorry, brother, brother Barry on. Yeah, give yes, Brother Barry the greetings for us. You know, I just, uh, while you were away, I just quoted uh, one of Brother Barry's uh, analogies of survival and to use it as a parachute. I don't know if you've ever heard him talk about that, but. Oh, he'll hear it to, today, that's for sure. Yeah, and to listen to uh, your, um, your, your, your your format for 
uh, this weekend's program, I also quoted Mother Tynetta Muhammad, and I'll read that to you because it's right in tune. Uh, Brother Rudolph talked earlier today about synergy, being in tune one with another, and her quote is, we must prepare for our survival. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, by learning to survive in the wilderness and that we should have programs for camping. How do you survive with very little? So when the call comes, anything with you but what is in your brain and your little knapsack. We have a lot of training to do, boot camp, military camp, yes, for the defense of our nation, quote, unquote. So I just wanted to share that with you, Brother Gaza. You right in tune, brother. As the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, radio in the head, brother. Praise be to Allah. May Allah bless you with success and all the participants and uh, all of those who uh, are registered to come. And it sounds like it's going to be, well, I already know it's going to be a successful event, but it might even be an overwhelming event. You know what I mean? Because of the time and uh, the number of uh, participants that you have. May Allah continue to bless you, brother guys. Born and raised in Harlem, but uh, I know he's multitasking, yeah. brother Rudolph. Yeah, he's multitasking. Yeah, I, I do want to ask him when he gets the chance to leave a number that someone can call or a website. Right, right, brother guys. So I'm at your disposal to just. Okay. Yeah, All right. Well, he'll come back. He'll come back to the to the line. With him, okay? But yes, family, this this is this is what we do, and this is how we do it. We try and plug in to whatever is going on all over the planet, where it benefits us with the knowledge, with and the wisdom. Oh, he's calling my phone right now. Okay, uh, he just just lost. Brother Gazi, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can hear you. I don't think okay. they got me. They got me in the queue. You got me back? Yes, sir. Brother Yusuf, he's brother Foster. Thought I was on the line with you. But okay. he knows I'm on a separate line. Brother Barry, we are live, brother. Are you going to yes, talk sir. to the brothers? Uh, no, I just want to. I'm here with Brother Guys because he got disconnected. And, you know, we on separate phone lines, but we all together. I'm standing right next to him. Okay, good, good. Since you're there, <laughs> Brother Yusuf, Brother Yusuf, let, let's yes, sir. Brother Barry, let's get Brother Barry. <laughs> Yeah, Brother Barry. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Barry. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Good to hear your voice, brother, and know you're still on the battlefield for our Lord, brother. If you can, brother, Absolutely, can you pull man. up on your I'm mental? Too. Go ahead, big brother. All praise is due to Allah. Can you pull up on your mental Rolodex, brother? And people don't know what a Rolodex is today, but anyway. That whole piece about disaster preparedness and as it relates to a parachute. Why did you give us the vision 
the picture, the analogy of a parachute for disaster preparedness? Well, I, I'm a, I'm a briefly because my hands are full and, and I'm like it, it's, it's like real busy right here. But the, the fact of the matter is, that the first thing we need to know is to learn how to pe- pack your own parachute, right? That's the first thing, and and I say that in in the sense of you know it's one of those situations where you don't have an option of a, a multiple choice kind of a situation, right? So in in other words. You know, with, with a parachute, first of all, it has to be packed right, right? You have to mm-hmm. make sure it's functioning properly, right? It has to be of good use. You have to know when to use it. Mm-hmm. If you use it at the wrong time, even though you got it, it's not going to do you any good. If you, right. if you, if you pull the, the, the cord, if you pull the cord, knowing that you're falling out the plane, so that's the right time to pull the cord. But if, the pack ain't, if it ain't packed right, it's not going to work. Right, so in mm-hmm. other words, you don't have an option. So everything has to be right and exact. There, there is no multiple choice answers to this. You got one answer, and and, and it got to be done right. And as it relates to, you know, the homesteading, you know, all it is is that the language changes. You know, it's preparedness, is this, you know, it's homesteading. But you know, as I, I heard Brother Rudolph saying, um, you know, things become different when you a so-called off-grid or living on the land, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, you cut an artery in the city, you know, 911 for the most part. You cut an artery, you got 30 seconds before you can't even use your motor skills, even if you do have a tourniquet, and you got about maybe a minute before you, you know, lights out, you know, literally. And, and mm-hmm. people need to right. understand that. So now you got to talk about time and distance, right? We we here at Sunset Ranch, right? Um the, 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 the closest hospital is four and a half miles away. Mm. And that's not even true. That's just a hospital. Hold on. Right. No, no. I did go I did go I did go there last year. They do have a, a trauma center, right? But they don't even have levels like we have in New York. So like level one, right. level two, right? It's it's not like that here. So if you go right. there with an amputation and I got this from, you know, directly from the, the hospital director uh, last year when I was here for, for Ready Expo, right? You know, something as, I was going to say as simple as an amputation, but take an amputation. So you get there, they're going to they're gonna stop the bleed, and they're going to, you know, you know, bag you, but then you still got to get transported, mm-hmm. right? you know, and that transport is going to be dependent on the type of injury. So now if you got to get medevac, uh, ambulance, helicopter, it all makes a difference. And one thing that's good about this place, this space, Sunset Ranch, there's an airport, as you know, Brother Rudolph, you know, me and, me yeah. and, 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 and airplanes, right? There's an airport yeah. literally on the other side of the tree line. You know, I mean, it's an airport right here, you know. Um, but if, he, if there ain't nobody here, if it ain't nobody that works no, on this, this property that know how to fly a plane, you know, that's, right. that's an issue. So right. we, we got to do all you of that, man. There. We got to do all you of that. You not there. Brother Dana not there. So who going to fly the plane? Yeah, and see, the thing about Brother Dana, I've been trying to get him since last year, but Brother Dana's mother is not well. So he's taking care yeah. of her. You know, it's just yes, like my sir. situation with my, with my, with my daughter. Yes, but sir. I have a whole team of people that take care of my daughter. That's why I'm able to be in Georgia, you know. So, yeah, we got. it's, it's all about community, brother. It's about community. 
Um, That's right. And, and what Brother Godley is doing is um, it's a good thing, and I just know that he understands it. But the people that come here, you know, this is 25 acres, man. This is a lot of property, man. Yes, sir. You know, and he needs yes, all the help he can get. But but it needs to be genuine, loving help. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now, Brother Barry, since I got you on the line, you just got back. Yeah, can, you tell us yes, anything, can you tell us anything about, because uh, you were over in France, correct? Yes, sir, uh, two days ago. Yes, sir. How, how did that go? Uh, it was good. I mean, I went over there for business. Um, I went over there for business. Uh, and, and it was right. a good experience, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, you know, have all, I have all grown children and it's, it's all females. So they was like, so what you bought is back. I bought you back a keychain from Paris that was probably made in China. I said, so the best thing I can do for you is either send you or, or, or take you to back to Paris with me. That's it. That's all. I, you know, you know me. Matter of fact, speaking of which, talking about straight talk, you, you know, when Sister Cheyenne and, and Brother Guy, he was asking me, you know, a couple of months ago, like, what's going to be the topic of my discussion or, right. or my presentations? I, I took the, I took the line. I said it's called straight talk with straight understanding. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it, brother. You know, so you can't get no more plain than that. Yeah, yeah, but but check it out though. So yesterday, the brothers asked me, "Sister, brother, you said your, your topic is uh, straight talk with straight understanding." He says, but like, like, tell me exactly what you're going to be saying to the people. I said, brother, I'm going to tell the truth, you know. And you know me, how I talk, brother. I just I give it to him straight. So I said, yeah, I'm just going to tell the truth, brother. I said, I'm going to put things in perspective. I'm going to let the folks know, like, if you really want a homestead, then you need to understand this, that, and the other thing. He said, brother, he right. said, don't discourage the people for me. I said, I'm not going to discourage them. I'm just going to tell the truth. Right, right, right. Truth. You know, true. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I gave him an example. I gave him an example. I said, you know, take water, for instance, right? Uh, you know, we turn our, on our tap, you know, especially those of us who grew up in the projects, we turn on the tap, we brush our teeth while the water's running. Little do you know, you, you, you used about seven or eight gallons of water in that one or two minutes that you were brushing your teeth, right? Right. I said, that makes a big difference when all you got is a 500 gallon container of of uh rainwater that you harvested from your roof on the homestead. So you gotta be mindful right. of those kinds of things. So that's what I talk about when I said I'm gonna put things in perspective for. So that's that's what I'm right. at man. Just telling the truth. Right. I ain't right. trying to scare no, nobody. They're, they're, they're but, uh, Hollywood showers Hollywood showers where you turn on the shower and steam up the bathroom before you get in and you are wasting about twenty five to thirty gallons of water just on the shower. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and and those are those, are, those are real numbers, brother. Those are real numbers because you know yes, FEMA and Red Cross and everybody. You know how we talk about the one gallon per day. You know, brother, the average person, the average American, uses seventy seven zero gallons of water per day. Mm. And, that, and that's that's, being, that's talking conservatively, right? That's not right. that's not a, that, that's using. Uh, a dishwasher or anything like that, but that's just a bathtub. A bathtub is like, what's that, 40 gallons right there, 35 gallons, 40 gallons, just for one bath. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, like I said, put it all in perspective so they will be clear. 
before they even start buying land and understand that most of us, we really don't have to buy the land if we have that communal spirit, you know, where we can, like, joint venture, if you will, with each other. You got the skill set. You got the land. This one got the money. You know, I got the tools. So let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. That's right. And that's what we have to get back to. Yes, sir. That's the key to our survival. Yes, sir. Yes, absolutely it is. Most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, and I'm paraphrasing, he says, if we don't unify, then ultimately the conditions will make us. <laughs> If we don't see the need to unify, then ultimately the conditions are going to make us. You know, we talk about that strategy, community strategy, Brother Barrett, community investment, community involvement, community partnership, or community risk reduction. Well, we need a two-second minute of silence. Sister Cheyenne just pulled up onto the property, brothers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She just pulled up. Oh, bring up the phone, Brother Barrett. You're on radio. You're national radio right now. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. This is Brother Rudolph and Brother Yusuf. How are you, sis? I'm just, I'm just trying to understand why y'all not here. I mean, I, I mean, y'all should have been shooting the show from uh, Kayane Sunset Ranch at the Black Home Center Conference. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't know this is a place to be for black people this weekend? Oh, yes, ma'am. We did. What we did, we're there, we're here, and we're somewhere oh. else at the same time. <laughs> Y'all only <laughs> present, huh? For the family that's listening, Sister Cheyenne, as Brother Barry jokingly said, that's the boss. He, he wasn't joking, that's the boss. That's Brother Gazi's uh, uh, better half, and that's the brains of the operation down there. And it's good that she's there because she got them moving. She got them moving. Sister Sayan, can you that's talk right. to the people and just tell the people what, you know, what, what, what's going on? Okay, you break it up a little bit. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. We hear you. Yeah, so it's the it's the Black Homesteader Conference, and so this is um this is an event that we put together. Um, of course, you know other people have been having their own homesteader conference for many many years, but it's not a place where we can necessarily go and feel comfortable and learn the right. things that we need to know to be prepared for whatever we need to be prepared for. So we named this um, the Black Homesteader Conference so that our people, you know, could know that this is a place where you can come and feel comfortable, you can learn. We have our people here camping out. I I just drove into the property myself, um, and we got about 15 to 20 people tent camping out, so I'm excited to see black people um, spending the night in wilderness. Um, And so we have all kinds of classes here today. We have aquaponics, hydroponics, permaculture, we got yoga at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, we have beekeeping. We have Brother Barry teaching the basics of um, homesteading, those things that you need to know. Brother Ghazi is bringing a home, the mindset of a homesteader. Uh, we have so many classes um, going on here. I think we have 23. Uh, we've got processing chickens happening here, animal husbandry, um, all kinds of things. 
See, that's what I'm talking about. That that's mm-hmm. the, and I, I like the name, the Black Homesteader. Make no mistake about it, people. Make no mistake about it. We're telling you right off the bat what it is we're doing, and anybody is welcome. But we're letting you know yeah, that this is designed for us. This is a real food for us by us. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. So it, it's exciting to see so many of our people interested in learning how to grow food. Yes, ma'am. Brother Yusuf, you have any questions for Sister Cheyenne? Well, Sister Cheyenne, we just want to thank you for taking time out because we know you got moving parts there as you're preparing for the rest of the weekend. Um, is it too late to register? And if not, how will the people get in contact with you, a number or a website page? No, it's absolutely not too late. We are actually, um, you know, we, we uh, <laughs> the tickets have been available since November, but, you know, uh, we always, with this type of event, the most set, tickets sell in like the last week or two. So we leave the ticket mm-hmm. registration open. So people can go to www.blackhomesteader, no S, blackhomesteader, conference.com and you can purchase tickets I mean even if you just want to go look and see what all we got going on here you'll be able to see um, the listing of classes you'll be able to see the instructors we have several doctorate prepared um, instructors so they bring in that that classroom knowledge plus um, their personal experience and these are all real landowners real homesteaders people that are really doing this for real Um, not people that just studied up on YouTube and so uh, but blackhomesteaderconference.com is where they can go purchase tickets. If people are interested in just getting a one-day ticket, that's available too. There's a discount code for seniors um, available as well. So, And if they have any trouble, um, they can always email us at hello at sunsetranch.farm. And if people just want to know what Brother Ghazi and I, you want to keep up with uh, what Brother Ghazi and I are doing um, out here in Villa Rica, Georgia, just 30 miles uh, west of Atlanta, um, you can follow us on social media. We do have uh, Facebook and Instagram, Black Homesteader Conference, at the Black Homesteader Conference on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Brother Ghazi is um, is Ghazi Muhammad on Facebook and Instagram. Ghazi Speaks Muhammad, and I am Cheyenne Muhammad on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. Praise be to Allah. There it is. Thank you, dear sister. May Allah bless yes, you sir, with success. Yes, sir, you're welcome. And- Thank your family for their sacrifice. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. We love y'all. Man, we love y'all too, big brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Brother, brother, I can't wait to connect with you, brother. I've I've been talking to you for years, and I can't wait to connect with my brother in a real way. Brother, if it be the will of Allah and he spares life, brother, oh, it's going to happen, brother. It's going to happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But what we got to do is we got to get an EMS station on the ranch. That is real. We have yeah. to get an that EMS station and and a mini, a, a little clinic. Uh, maybe maybe even like a ten bed hospital on the ranch. We have to do that. Um. So that right. that that's that's on the yeah that's on the drawing board, brother. Oh, yes, sir. That'll work. 
Looking forward to it, brother. Well, thank you all yeah. for everything that y'all do, man, putting conscience in the community. I'm going to hand the phone back to Brother Barry. I'm like yeah, that, yeah, sir. All right, beloved. Thank you. I'm here, brother. Um, but I'm busy. So we, we uh, can, can I sign, stand down now? Yeah, uh, well, look, Sister Cheyenne got one for you, so you have no choice but to stand down, brother. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, man, yeah. We love you. Thank Bruce you, brother Barry. Barry. We love you, brother. Yes, Thank sir. you, sir. Love y'all too, man. All right, we'll talk. Actually, I'm going over yes, here. Sir. I'm going over here right now. I'm walking towards uh, Brother Eddie, right? I'm, y'all know Brother Eddie from from, from uh, number seven. What? You talking about what? I, brother, brother Eddie from from from, from number six, the, the what? The chief? The chief is there? Can't understand what you're saying. I know one thing about the chief fish in the pocket. Not, not the chief. Oh yeah, 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 brother Eddie, sister uh, Elizabeth's husband. Give him the greeting oh, for him. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, all right. He, 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 he's listening to you. He, his hands is full too, but he, he just he said yes. That's the that's the brother. Yeah. And too yeah, bad yeah. my phone don't have too bad my phone don't have uh, uh extra kind of way y'all can smell this fish. Yeah, him hey, and his listen, wife came tell, down to listen, Virginia. Tell man, brother Eddie, I said. Look, tell brother Eddie, I said, put me one of them fish. Fish patties and one of them veggie patties uh, in, in, in his pocket and hold it for me. Who that, Brother Rudolph? It's Brother Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brother Rudolph, how, how can I forget your, your, your voice, brother? That's you. <laughs> yes, sir, Brother yes. Eddie. Hey, good to see you, man. God know his sheep man. by his name, brother. By his voice. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So, good, good to hear your voice, too, my brother. Man. Brother Ed, we good to hear you, brother. That this is that brother. He didn't hit one more time, brother. Brother Joseph, not Uzi. You know, who, who, you know who, who I am, brother. Brother Edward. Brother oh man, that ain't no owl. That ain't no owl. That's a big brother Joseph from Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good to hear you too, soldier. Likewise, black man. Give your family our yeah. greetings, yeah, brother. Man. And I would ask yeah, you please. about that special sauce, but I don't want you to kill me, so you keep it a secret, brother. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep around too, acting like I'm, I'm, you know, helping, but I'm, I don't see no special sauce. <laughs> yes, they are. That special sauce is uh, wearing it down, He's showing it to me. Yeah, that's wearing it down. Yes, sir. <laughs> love you, brother Eddie. We love you, brother Eddie. Sir, yeah, you, we all in the right places, man. We, we, everybody's where we supposed to be, and like Sister yes, Cheyenne sir. said, man, we all gonna get get it together, man. Yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Well, carry That's on, right. brother Barry, and may Allah bless you and yes. your family with success, brother. Thank you for tuning in. All right. Yes, sir. Salam yes, alaikum. Everyone, stay safe. Wa alaikum salam. Man, Isn't that beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You said it right, Brother Rudolph. When Sister Cheyenne said, how come you're not here? I think the word is Royes used to say ubiquitous. We all play right. at the same time. There you go. By his there you go, ubiquitous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that something, Brother Barry, Brother Gazi, Sister Cheyenne, Brother Eddie? Oh, man, what a beautiful man. joy it was to hear their voices. Yes, sir. And to Man. know the work that they're doing, you know. Dr. Villarica, Georgia. 
Brother Allah Man. being there. Brother Allah being there. That whole connection. Oh, brother, so beautiful. Okay. And you know, yeah, brother. I'm glad um, that Allah was down there since I couldn't make the trip. I'm glad he's been. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's that's it. I am you. You are he. I think the African proverb says, "I am because we are, and because yes, we Lord. are, therefore you, I you am." Yes, sir. And when you talked to Brother Ghazi about that ten bed hospital, it reminded me of Brother Captain Dennis, who said when he came out of being coded, if you will, yes. that Allah gave him the vision about the need as the most honorable Elijah Muhammad had been crying out in the wilderness since the sixties and the seventies that we need our own hospitals. Yes, sir. And uh yeah, we need to get Brother Captain Dennis on so he can share with us his revelation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. As a matter yeah, of fact, yeah. let's, let's work on that for next week. Okay, yes, sir. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. And also, you know, I, I just thought that what they're doing there at the uh, Black Homestead uh, Conference, which is uh, 30 miles west of Atlanta, for the brothers and sisters in the vicinity uh, there at the uh, Sunset Ranch in Georgia, I thought I thought that it was just such synergy of, first of all, Brother Barry being there in the parachute analogy and the quote right. from Mother Tynetta, which was what the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad was teaching, right. all in tune, right. you know. You said with the hospital, I thought about Captain Dennis and, I, you know, we always bring up, if you're not prepared, then, you know, or even if you have some level of preparedness, what is the psychology of the victim? <laughs> Being out there as a homesteader, you're going to realize you're the first responder now, and the emergency manager. <laughs> and the emergency right. manager. So it's just All the thing that... Time. Simultaneously, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I just thought that was a beautiful uh, engagement of, uh, you know, all of us working where we're working, how we're working, and Brother Barry bore witness to it. We're all in the right place at the right time. Praise be to Allah. Brothers and sisters, we're just uh, toward the bottom of the hour at uh, 527 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. We have approximately 30 uh, three minutes left in uh, this week's program, so feel free to tune in and to ask any questions you may have. Uh, press 1 on your phone pad, be brought into the studio, into the queue, and we can take uh, this program further. If not, Brother Rudolph and I certainly uh, enjoy sharing with you that which has come across our screen, but we certainly want to know what you're thinking as well relative to where you are relative to what you've heard in this uh, first hour and a half of the program. Um, this is your program. So uh, we thank Almighty God, Allah, for everybody who's on the battlefield for their Lord, the 10,000 fearless inner city emergency response team, my brother and sister, Brother Reginald Muhammad and Sister Captain Christina for the work Christine. that yes. they're doing. Yeah, you know I mean, our dear brother, brother doctor, 
I call him doctor. He does have a doctorate, but he doesn't put it out there. Brother Dennis Muhammad, Captain Dennis Muhammad of the Peacekeepers Global Initiative. That's right. President for peace, Brother Captain. I'm president for peace, sir. So we yes, thank sir. Almighty God a lot for everybody who's doing what they're doing, where they're doing, how they're doing it. Because, again, even Brother Edwin doing the fish in the pocket, we laugh because we know the experience that he's been on the battlefield for our right. Lord on so many different levels. And to know that he's there and his wife, sister, Elizabeth, here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another weekly edition. Yes, who is this? How may we serve you? This is, this is your brother. Y'all already serving me. Salam alaikum, brother Rudolph. Salam alaikum, brother Yusuf. I love y'all, brother. Y'all know this is brother Kyle. Yes, yeah, I know. Yes, I'm excited to hear my brothers. I'm very yeah. excited to hear my brothers. Very oh, excited. Oh, oh. I got yes, I got uh, some some detention home brothers in the house, and I'm teaching them. And I just want to say I love y'all. And if they're not listening, tell our community don't just hear, listen to what these brothers are saying because they it's a God of light. It's a God of light. You understand what I'm saying? I love what y'all are saying. I love y'all brothers. Tears are coming down our eyes too, again. Tears from Allah. Man, you know I love you, brother. You so I gotta get with you. I gotta get with you. For the listening audience, for those in the listening audience, this brother right here, straight out of Brooklyn, straight out of Bedside, <laughs> while he's down in Virginia in the Tidewater area. With Brother Yusuf, but this is my go. little brother. Yes, my <laughs> brother. <laughs> okay, okay. Shout out to the war, survive on the hotline for the soldiers that want to take their lives, their family lives. They call that Sergeant First Class Pratt. I need to talk to him. And they get, they get yes, in contact sir. with him. Man, brother contact. Yusuf, now we just need your brother to call in from, from Atlantic City. <laughs> Imagine that. I love yeah. y'all brothers. I'm going to get back to these, these young brothers. Outside, yes, I'm teaching well, them how to, you know, nail stuff and all you, that. It's nice. Pal, and I'll call you. you. I'll call each one of y'all with a, later on, all right? No, but before you get off, let, those, let them young brothers know <laughs> that this program goes on every week and they need to call in. We got exactly. some stuff for them. Exactly, it takes a village. Yeah, it takes a village, and I will. I, I definitely yeah. will. I definitely will. All I'm right. just going to, you know, they out there doing some things that i got to inspect to show right. them yes, the right way. You, you understand? Yep. I love your brothers. Love you, Salute man. to y'all forever. Forever. Lo- love, love you, brothers. Brother. Stay safe. I love you. Well, yes, sir. Love. love you, brother Powell. Well, like salam, good brother. Man. <laughs> the synergy continues. The synergy continues. I'm telling you. I was going yeah. to say before he called in about Brother Edwin being there at the uh, homesteader, the Black Homesteader Ranch or, or conference, uh, you know, when he and his wife came to this area last year, I was able and blessed to take them out to the garden so they could see the work that Allah was blessing my wife and I to do. And, uh, you know, they were very helpful coming out there, not only, you know, viewing what Allah was blessing us to do, but, 
you know, they had their own experience. And being like your wife, right. Brother Rudolph, MGT and GCC, they knew the whole, you know, science of canning and, you know, all yep. the, 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 the things yep. and how to eat to live that, you know, we as brothers, we, we are eternally grateful for our wives. And, and the right. most honorable Elijah Muhammad who has taught them those basic units to make us better husbands, better men, and then better wives, better mothers. Praise be to Allah, the Lord of the That's world. Right. And then right. I was just getting ready to say, brother, while we were talking to 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 the conference in Georgia, your brother had called, brother Powell had called. Look, he got right in the studio. And what wow. a joy, what a joy, you know. <laughs> so when I saw his name, I was just I was getting ready to hit him and say, yo, we in, we in the studio, man, we in the studio. And he came right on in anyway. So God is great right. all the time, all the time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Man, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yo, hey, look. So, so the family that's listening, that's listening, again, I know a lot of y'all, y'all may be thinking, Man, what is up with these brothers? They be they just be out here clowning. Well, brothers, you gotta understand this subject that we're dealing with. If we don't add some levity to it, you wouldn't want to listen to it because it would be straight up just nothing but sheer death and destruction. My wife calls me Doctor Doom and Gloom, so I have to find a way to add something else into it because again, uh, the, the actual facts of it is it's not pretty it's not happy it's not a subject that's for everyday table talk use Uh, death and destruction because no matter how we bring it up how we look at it we are on the bottom of the barrel we're the most forgotten ill-prepared community out here and Knowledge-wise, the knowledge is not even flowing through our communities yet. We are still here in spite of all of the things that have gone on to us as a people, which should let you know that the hand of Almighty God Allah is not just on us. His mind is in us. His love is protecting us. He has a hedge. Go ahead, go ahead. We have to be the ones, though, that willingly step the challenge to step up to the plate. We're in the batter's box right now. We got to step out of the batter's box to the plate and put the on our shoulder and get ready and knock that ball out the park. We can do it because we we've been brought up and we've been prepared by a master coach. So there's nothing ah. that they, they, can't, they can't throw a curveball. They can't hit us with a slide. They can't hit us with a knuckleball. Nothing. All they can do is throw a pitch and we can knock it out the park and decide that's what we are going, going to do. So we just have, as a community, and as a family, we just have to make it a conscious decision that this is what we want to do and watch how fast we come up as a powerhouse in this because our lives have been a disaster since we've hit the shores of Jamestown, Virginia. And, and yes, so. it's not 
can't even tell you how we have survived. It's only because of the grace and mercy of God that we have survived. But Big Mama will always give us and clues that we needed. Big Mama would tell us, boy, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Boy, Mm -hmm. it's a poor rat that only got one hole. Save some for a rainy day. Don't eat it all in one time. Big Mama was always telling us what to do to be prepared for the disasters of life. Steam soup just reheated. So they've mm-hmm. just taken what Big Mama would give us, and they put fancy titles and words to it, and then they want to sell it back with a degree as though it's some high-level science and education. No, this is Survival 101, and we are the masters of survival in this dispensation of time. Brother Yusuf? Go ahead, Brother Rudolph. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's funny. You started off with the levity and the work that we have to have for for balance. And uh, one of our consistent and constant supporters, our dear sister, Sister Ajuba, originally Ah. out of Brooklyn, who's now in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, she said, she texted me, she said, you and Brother Rudolph having too much fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sister Ajuba, we know what you mean. We know what you mean because, you know, as serious as Brother Rudolph is, and, you know, he talked about the University of Big Mama and all those axioms right. that our grandparents and their grandparents passed on to us. And from the time we ended up uh, on the shores of North America, you know, the scripture says, by the waters of Babylon, when we lay down, right. oh, Lord, how we wept when we remembered Zion. Oh, yes, they carried us away to captivity and required of us a song. How can we sing a holy song in a strange land? So here we are. We've been blessed by the God who came from the east to the west seeking to save that which was lost. You and I here in the wilderness of North America, for all of humanity, no one need perish. But look, we got to laugh to keep from crying. You understand? We it's, it's a balance. It's a balance, but we're dead serious about what we're talking about, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, to summarize what you hear all the time here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, and I got to say shout out to Sister Juba and all the constant and consistent listeners that come and support us week in and week out. We're talking about what are our capabilities in all preparedness mission areas. We're talking about prevention, protection, mitigation, Response and recovery, you know, and if you don't know it, then you're talking to two men who've been blessed to give up whatever we have every week, not just on this program, but we'll come to you face-to-face if you grab enough people that want to learn about design stages of their uh, concepts like planning and development or, you know, our mission is to help people before, during, and after disasters. You know, when people call into our program, we take on the position of customer service. Welcome. Thank you for calling. How may we serve you? We can talk about exercise planning. We can talk about design. 
We can talk about scenario development. We can talk about conduct. And then we amongst ourselves can develop an evaluation of how well we met our mark or, you know, it's always good to have an objective on the front end and to summarize on the back end like we're doing right now. So after we meet, we can determine whether or not we met our objective, whether or not we fell short of it, or whether or not we exceeded it. However it happens, we know it's by God's permission. And and last but not least, when Brother Rudolph was using that baseball analogy that, you know, we hear, I'm thinking in my warped sense of humor, is he calling me a member of Bay Bay's kids? We don't die. <laughs> we multiply. Don't get it twisted. By God's grace and mercy. We can't do it, you know, as Jesus was known to say, I of myself can do nothing. But right. with the power and the permission of Almighty God Allah, all things are possible. So we just wanted to share that with you as we're at 5.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we always want to encourage uh, you to call in um, to our program. Press 1 on your phone pad, and you'll be brought in the studio. We always want to give shout-out to Black Hole Radio, LLC, for giving us the permission to broadcast week in and week out. And so, you know, it's always a balance. You know, Brother brother Forrest, our, our, our engineer, usually gives us a pep talk before we go on and before he gives us the greetings. He tells us, do that voodoo that y'all do. Right. I laughed. Right. I laughed when uh, Brother Rudolph and I were blessed to uh, be interviewed on a program by our dear brother, Brother Chief Dave Washington, uh, former fire chief of Las Vegas Fire Department and now the CEO of uh, the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute uh, uh, in New Orleans, which is coming up. Shout out to uh, EDI, which is coming up on the campus of Diller University in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, that'll be coming up the first week in June. But he asked us a question. He said, uh, how do you all come up with the various topics and guests each week? And so Brother Rudolph chuckled and said, well, I, I, I'll leave that to Brother Youssef to answer that one. <laughs> Look, we started this program off talking about how the spiritual controls the physical. Here we go. Welcome to another edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Please state your name and how may we serve you. This is Aduba Joy Raleigh. Thank you so much for this program. It's, it's quite it was it's quite intense. There was so much in it, and um, I just wanted to say that I um, I had I had the opportunity several years ago to meet with Will Allen in uh, Milwaukee, and at the time I was getting ready to start um, a community garden. And one of the things that he said to me that proved to be true, uh, whatever land you're growing something on, make sure you own it. So Mm -hmm. um, I no longer have a community garden, but I just came across the street and put the garden in my backyard. 
So I continued with the gardening, but it's very empowering to be able to go out and pick food that you know that you had something to do with from seed. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I'm very, I'm, I was very excited to hear uh, about the program in Atlanta, and I didn't get all that information, so I hope I can get some of that contact information. I'm really interested in beekeeping, but I haven't seen a lot of bees in the last several years. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm curious to know how to attract the bees. I know flowers will, um, but I'm really interested in the whole process of, of beekeeping. So I, um, I pray that the two of you uh, will continue with this, with this radio program. It's been on for many years, and it's been quite helpful and informative. So may may Allah bless you. And I just want to say also about the minister's birthday celebration, one of the things that was said, that he said, was that he hopes that he said, quote, you know, well, I'm not going to quote him. Uh, I'll paraphrase. He hopes that this birthday of his will open up a newness in your thinking about yourself and where you're going to go from here. And I thought that that was very empowering. So Thank you so much for the time. May God bless you. And uh, stay safe and be well. Thank you. You're Thank you, well, Sister Jim. Juba. Before you get off, Sister Juba, if if I yes, can sir. just share this with you, um, one of the communiques of the conference in uh, Sunset Ranch, Georgia. Uh, Georgia, they said if you go to the website, Black Rock. Homesteader Conference. Okay. Dot com. You can learn okay. about, you know, the program itself. Did you get it? All right. I know it's long. Yes, I did. Black, Black Homesteader. Dot com. Conference. No conference. Oh. Dot com. Black Homesteader Conference. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Right. And conference is spelled completely out. To my yes. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Thank you, brother. And also, thank you we so much. Thank you. Yes. No, no. I just want to say personally, we thank you for coming back across the street to 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 not feel defeated because uh-huh. of what right. took place. You know, That's and right. uh, because I'm I'm a novice at it. I just started mine last year, and this year I'm engaged in it, and. I know one of the biggest things yeah. for me, one of the biggest lessons was learning another level of what it means to cultivate. Cultivate, mm. breaking the soil up so that, you know, the, 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 the whole process of the plant growing can breathe, if you will. And, you know, it, right. we as Muslims, when we're saying, uh, Hail Salat, Hail Salat, come to prayer, come to prayer, come to success or come to cultivation. I got a whole nother perspective of cultivation now. Uh, You know, I guess, Brother Rudolph, the back aches I get after I do it. (laughs) So thank you, Sister Juba, for all that you do for the young people, all that you do for your community. And may Allah bless you and your family, thanking them for their sacrifice. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you. And back to you both. Alaikum salam. Brother Rudolph? Yes. Yes, Isn't that something? 
Yo, hey, Rudy, uh, yo, Rudy, uh, stick, stick to your day, dog, because you're not going to pay rent like that. <laughs> yo, um, I'm just letting you know I'm the nephew you didn't know you had. Um, that's all. Welcome to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, brother. So, Unc, if I say disaster preparedness to you, what comes to your mind, Unc, if you don't mind? Which one you talking to me? Yeah, he's talking to you, brother. You, Grav, he said, if he's, he said disaster preparedness, what comes to your mind? Ain't you always ready? What do you always have in your house, in your car? What do you always have? Tell him what, you, what disaster preparedness mean to you. Sure, I always got my uh, American Express. Then I always got my prayer. And water, flashlight. Yeah, oh, I keep water. Sure, I can bear that. I got like, I keep a, a cooler full of water. Got uh, water in every pocket in the truck. Around the house, yeah. flashlight. Now, family, yeah. this is a veteran that we're talking to right here. It's a veteran of the United States military right here. So, you know, got a family full of veterans here. Our perspectives on things may be a little different than most, but it, it, it won't work. Look, let me tell you, I, 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 I stay loaded with food. Keep food in my fridge. Keep food in um. Even go out and take some of his food out and give to the homeless, like we all do, brother. Yeah. Beautiful. He brought me some food. Yeah, because, um, and to a matter of fact, because I was just talking with this guy this morning. I was telling my niece, I said, man, I said, I was up, up at, um, what do you call it, O'Reilly. And I was getting me some windshield wipers because my windshield had cracked. And then when yesterday when I ran my hand across it, I could feel it, you know, feel it. All before, you could never feel that it was cracked. So I said, yeah, it's time to get this. So when I got to O'Reilly, the guy came up to me and he said, you know what? That's a beautiful truck, man. He said, it's a blessed day. He said, you know that? I said, yes, it is. I said, I, look, I came out, it was raining, and I said, it's still beautiful. He said, yo, he said, I am blessed. He said, you, that truck, I love that, and I love what you got on, because I had on green and black. And he said, man, he said, I used to, he said, now I'm in the military, I wore the, um, the same color. And I said, I thought you were talking about the khaki green. And I said, but see, um, I said, the thing was, you know, you had the little hat and all that to go with it. He said, but when I seen you with that black and green on, he said, now I see you got the short drag shirt. He said, so um, thanks for your service. I said, thank you for your service. And I went in, got the, the windshield wiper, came back out. He said, man, it's just a blessing. He said, I got to keep talking about God. I said, trust me. I said, um, I know exactly what you mean. I said, because I've been talking with a lot of people, and I tell them, I said, man, I said, I, I never thought I would be saving him, but I'll be taking them all the time, because he threw me through everything I've been through. Absolutely. And Rudy, I don't know if you knew, but um, I came back. Um, tell about the two strokes. Past the three. No, I, I was getting ready to tell him that, but I was just making sure I let Rudy know that I came back from my test results for cancer free. So I don't have Beautiful. no more cancer. Praise be to so, God. I, I told, Praise be I told the, I told the guy, I said, let me tell you something. Cause I, was, I walked in the store, so I said, if you see me, you would never be able to even tell that I had two strokes. 
And um, August of this year would make 20 years since I had that second one. Now, when I had that second one, they told my ex-wife, call the family. He ain't going to make it. Mm. I said, but God knew something else because um, right. I made it. I said, and then the doctor, I said, I was at Duke. I said, and that doctor at Duke said, I call you my medical patient. He said, because um, every time I see you, you smile. I said, you don't realize I got something to smile about. And I said, Sue, I'm still here. He said, and that's, you know, he said, your healing came from God. It didn't come from me. He said, you know, I know everybody would say, hey, you know, they want their, their fame and glory. He said, because we ran the test to show and tell you how to prevent from having another stroke. He said, it don't even show you ever had one. And if you was not here, there's no way you could tell me you have one. He said, so, he said, you know, that's why I like doing it. And I was like, hey, I said, so I know what you're talking about. I said, I know I'm blessed. He was like, man, he said, look at that. He said, and you walk in, and it's like, you don't look like nothing wrong with you. I said, mm. it ain't outside, it's inside that's messed up, but guess what? I said, I'm still making it. Beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about this. It's not just physical, it's spiritual. That's right. And the physical dictates to the physical. Don't get it twisted. Don't ever despise or 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 um, put the spiritual on the back burner. And what you get the spiritual about? Physical has to follow. Well, um, we got to have you on the show at another time, brother, where you have another more time to testify. And, uh, Brother Powell, thank you for okay. connecting us with Unc. Yeah, thank you for connecting us. But um, we're at the last two minutes of, of, of this week's program. But what a blessing yes, that he would close our program out with a spiritual testimony because that's how we started the program, you see. Right. And uh, may Allah bless the both of you and thank your families for your sacrifice. Nice to meet you, Unc. We're going to meet face-to-face, Lord willing. Oh, yes, yes. Love y'all. I love you. Salam alaikum to the brothers. Alaikum salam. Alaikum salam, brother Powell. I love you. I'm going to call both of y'all later. I'm going to call both of y'all later. All right, yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. All right, boy. So look, brothers and sisters, there you have it. There you have it opening up with the spiritual, giving you the objective, closing out with the summary. And, you know, one of the, that quote by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as he took us through the 24th chapter of Matthew, wars and rumors of wars, pestilence or COVID, then comes famine. Famine is extreme and scarcity of food. Famine is a drought, a shortage. Famine is hunger. So as our brothers and sisters at the Black Homestead Conference are teaching us how to survive off the grid, I mean, and Sister Juba talked about her garden, uh, word to the wise is sufficient. So we're at the end. There was so much I wanted to talk about that famine and give you some things to consider, but we'll pick that up next week as uh, hopefully we can also get Brother Captain Dennis of the uh, Peace Kip. Peacekeepers Global Initiative to be with us 
and there's no telling who else may come on next week. But I just want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, I always want to show an attitude of gratitude, thanking my family for their sacrifice as I'll let Brother Rudolph close us out. Love you. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Rudolph. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. This is uh, this was a beautiful show. It was a beautiful day. We're gonna thank Allah for everything that has been said, That's or right. what wasn't said, and what will be said. So mm-hmm. may Allah bless each of you to have a blessed and productive week. And inshallah, we will be back together again next week. Same time, same place, on Black Hole Radio, the Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness uh, 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 weekly information session. May Allah bless you. May heaven smile upon you. And may you continue to receive the blessings of Almighty God Allah. Flourish and thrive and may be so mercy to you and to And
Yeah. 